Welcome everyone back to Today with Multifamily. I'm your host, Megan Elder, and I'm very excited to have our special guest co-host with us today, Kim Silvio with Apartments.com. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to do our interview with our next guest. Yes, we are so excited um, for you all to get to know our next guest a little bit more. So we're going to kick off with her bio and then get into some questions. So Renee Ainsworth, over the last three decades, has worked with some of the largest property management companies in the nation, including Arlington Properties, Elmington Property Management, Mercy Housing, Equity Residential, and International Property Management. Renee began her management career by accident looking for her first apartment in 1985. While signing her lease at Old Canton Square, which is now Oak Brook, she was offered the position of weekend leasing consultant. Within one year, she was the resident manager and in 1987 promoted to area manager and transferred to Atlanta. She remained with International Property Management until 1992 when they closed their Atlanta office. In 1992, she joined Equity Residential as a regional manager where she remained for the next 18 years. Renee left Atlanta in 2014 and moved to Mississippi, joining Elmington as a regional manager until July 2021. So Renee, um, we are so excited to have you with us. You have a wealth of knowledge and we are so excited to kind of get to learn more about you and your career. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So um, back to me. <laughs> um, so a little bit of backstory about um, our guest co-host before we kind of move back along to Renee. Um, not only um, have Kim and Renee served on the board together, board of directors for the Mississippi Apartment Association, but Renee also works as a customer with apartments.com. So Kim, tell us a little bit of what that partnership has been like. So working with Renee, I have worked with her with her numerous companies and we have had a relationship where basically I am her trusted advisor in all things multifamily. Um, our partnership with apartments.com is, you know, serving and helping her with her listings and helping her with her comps and all the things. So we just have a wonderful relationship and I just adore Renee. That's so great. And I think it's great for our listeners to be able to learn a little bit more about that side. Um, and so Renee and I actually have worked together for several years with MAA. Um, she has served on the board of directors and last year led us through a really tumultuous year with COVID. She was actually the treasurer of our board last year. So working with her, I probably called her on the daily, like, let's crunch numbers. We have to cancel another event. Like, what are we going to do? I mean, she probably got so tired of talking to me, but I was really grateful for her experience and her calmness during that time to kind of help us get through it. So now without further ado, we're going to dive in and have Renee tell us a little bit more about her time in the industry. Um, basically, it's all I've ever done. Like I said, I was um, graduating college, looking for my first apartment and just kind of stumbled into it and I wouldn't do anything else. I think this is a wonderful industry. Um, I, I love the apartment industry. I wouldn't, wouldn't do anything else. I love the relationships that I've made. I love finding people homes, no matter what the property is, whether it's a luxury property or tax credit, uh, how, whatever the um, whatever the property is, I just think everyone deserves a quality, nice place to call home. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. In a regional manager capacity, how many properties did you oversee at one time? Um, the most I had at one time was 21, which was too much. Um, <laughs> That's a lot. That a lot. I was a lot younger. And at one point, equity sort of um, thinned the herd, I guess, and thought they would come 
combined districts. And so <laughs> I took mine and somebody else's and I, that didn't last, but not even a full year. It was just way too much. But yeah. in my last position, I had nine, which is a more manageable way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how did you learn to adapt to being a strong leader with so many different personalities and dealing with so many issues on site? Like, how did that work? Um, <laughs> well, first of all, if you're familiar at all with like Myers-Briggs or emotional intelligence, those kind yes. of things, I'm a big believer in all of that. I love the Myers-Briggs. I'm an ENFP. I'm a big feeler. And it's interesting to learn how that interacts with everybody else. Not everybody is an ENFP. <laughs> Lots of people are the opposite. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite books is Crucial Conversations. And mm -hmm. I believe that you have to start with heart and you have to be able to converse with people. Um, you don't have to get upset or excited. You can do it in a calm manner. And if, as long as you start with heart and you're invested in the conversation, I believe that you can have any conversation with anybody. And that's part of where I start when I try to motivate or manage or, or mentor people is, I, I mean, I hope I have everyone's best interest at heart. And also, you know, everyone has different personalities. And through the years I've learned that with mine being an ENFP, I'm sort of, um, I'm out, I'm, I never meet a stranger. I talk too much. Um, so I, do I. You know, I love to go to everything and I love to talk to everybody and see everybody. But I also learned when I was doing some of these classes that um, it takes like three of the other personality type to overcome myself. So when I, and once I found that out, I learned that when I'm hiring, when I was a regional and hiring managers, I didn't want to hire everybody like myself because that would not be a good thing. I needed those other personalities like an INSTJ or someone with the analytical skills yeah. and, you know, a perceiver and different things that I don't bring to the table to help me be successful. And I think, you know, that's just important in life. It helps with your personal life, your business life. It just helps you be successful in everything. Yeah. I think that's great. And we've had, a, we've done a lot of these interviews and it's, that's one of the things I've not heard, you know, a lot of these people have the background and the knowledge of being a leader, but I think taking the time that you have to understand personalities and what works I think that's huge. I think that probably has helped make you so successful on, with your on-site property teams. And maybe we can all take note of that. Absolutely. <laughs> we can find out what number we are. I know. Now I'm curious to find out what number I am too. So a little quick test we could take. Yeah. Um, yeah you can go online with the Myers-Briggs or okay. um, you can go online with emotional intelligence. They have little things on there. It'd be great to bring something like that to the apartment association. Absolutely. Is something, um, yeah. 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 Equity residential is where I started most of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, back in 2000, we did tons of stuff and then carried it forward. And Mercy Housing was really big on that as well. And it's just investing in your people. And, you know, like you said, you can train people on a system or on, um, you know, how to how to work the computer, how to learn the accounting mm -hmm. software. Yeah. But you have to have that personality piece, I believe, to be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially That's in our great. business. Yeah. Yes. That's it's a people great business. Great advice. <laughs> well, not only can you use that with your on-site staff, but when you're dealing with a resident. I mean, that's right. Huge. It really exactly. kind of helps you figure out like what they're dealing with and maybe, you know, maybe you're not the best person to deal with them. Maybe someone else on the office right. is. So right. I think that's really great. And um, we'll have to look into that. I know. Um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about transitioning back to being on site now that you're seeing one of Jackson's newest and most luxurious communities. What has it been like to be back in the Jackson market? Um, 
First, I, I, I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. I love <laughs> it's a gorgeous property. It is a beautiful property. Um, it's not even it's like working in a resort every yeah. day. It's mm -hmm. it's beautiful. I, I we heart all of us, we don't want to go home. We don't mind working here. Um, the other part is I've I've traveled for like 30 years and being at home every night and on the weekends is very nice. Uh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that people actually got off at five or five thirty or six. <laughs> I, I really didn't know it's that concept. Yeah, yeah, it's not, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but really, the biggest, I, I think, the biggest transition piece would be um, just having one property and one set of um, goals and objectives to accomplish, not nine or twenty-one or whatever right. it is, just right. one. So it's it's a lot easier and you can put a lot more energy and a lot more specialization into focusing on one set of objectives and one set of goals. So, um, and it's really, you know, there are things I like, like I love the marketing and the advertising and, you know, mm -hmm. the, doing the resident events and everything where as a regional, I really didn't get to work on any of that. I mean, right. if I just checked the box that, that my properties did that every right. month, yeah. it wasn't anything that I got to really say much yeah. about. And now I get the input, you know, we're doing popsicles and Prosecco tomorrow night. Oh, and, you know, yeah. So a lot of, I, I really, I mean, I'm enjoying that. It's Absolutely. just, I mean, it's a, it's nice to be creative and do things oh, like yeah. that. So yeah. yeah. It's so fun. And it's fun when you can be fun and creative like that. Yeah. It helps you want to come to work every day. Exactly. Can you speak to one of your challenges that you've had and either how you overcame it or in the process of resolving it? Um, probably my biggest challenge in life and every facet of my life would be time <laughs> management. I'm not, Everybody's um, I get, I get, um, I have trouble focusing and I try to do a hundred different things at one time. Um, but I've learned to try to do blocks of time and try to do the same Thing every day at a certain time, try to block out time blocks to do emails and do that every day at the same time, check my email and reply to emails, mm -hmm. um, do the same task. Um, there's something I've taken Franklin Covey several times. I'm not sure how well it works, but <laughs> I understand that that's my problem. So I keep doing it. But one of the things Franklin Covey tells you is to eat the frog first. And what that means is your most difficult task, do that first in the day and get that out of the way. So you're not you're not worrying about it. It's not on your mind. You're not stressing about it. So I try to whatever it is that I'm kind of dreading or that I don't really want to do, I try to do that first yeah. and get that out of the way. And another thing is to delegate. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I always want to do it. I mean, I think I can do everything and I want to do that. So it's, it's really um, important that we delegate. It, it helps us and it helps our teams to learn how to do things and it helps them to learn and grow. And we're really being selfish when we don't delegate. And then the last thing that I do just religiously is at the end of the day, I make a list of what I didn't get done so that I know where to start the next day. Yeah. But that's, that's really been, I, I'm still in the, that's a process for my entire life that I'm yeah. still trying to always overcome. learning, yeah. Yeah. always tweaking oh, yeah. it, moving yeah. target. Yeah. I love a good to-do list. Though. I was just going to say yeah. the same thing. <laughs> I love a good to-do list. I start my morning every morning with yeah. my list of things I need to do, clients I need to see, emails, so. And checking it off. Checking it off, highlighting. I feel like, like I'll rewrite yes. it and I'll start a new list. Yes. Yeah. I'll probably waste time like redoing my to-do right. list because I like get in a hurry and I write it down fast. And they need to be on like pretty paper. Pretty paper. Uh -huh. I like a checkbox yes. so you can yes. check it yes. off. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the little things though that just make you feel yes. accomplished and like exactly. help you get through your day. So I'm sure a lot of people that are listening can relate. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about the day in the life of the property manager because if you are not, we've said this before, if you're not in this industry, you just, you have no idea. So 
can you explain maybe what a typical day is like or a not typical day? Because there's not, not every day is the same. <laughs> there is no typical yeah. day. That would be part of it. And I guess one thing I do like about this business is no, no two days are the same. In 30-something in years, I have never watched the clock. I've never looked at the clock and thought, when is it going to be 5 o'clock? Usually, <laughs> it's 5 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, I need two more hours right. or three more <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I enjoy that, that it's a fast pace and the day goes by. The, big, the biggest thing I could say about being a property manager on site is busy, it's just busy, busy, busy. Um, it's mental and physical. Mm -hmm. I think when I was a regional, it, it was more, some days I was on the phone all day long, just putting right. out fires or helping with concerns and issues and some good, some bad. But it was sometimes I never moved out of my chair of my desk, just talking on the phone. And here I find I'm, I'm walking. I walk the property every day. I'm going to look at something with the new construction. I was walking units, um, meeting with vendors. It's it's just as much mental as it is physical. And I really like that. I really like the getting up and getting out. Um, and the other thing, it's, it's fun and rewarding. Um, yeah. Here, I'm... I, I don't know. As a regional, most of the performance indicators were financial, right. yeah. um, a little bit physical. But, yes. you know, when the financials came out, that's when we saw how well we did, you know, for yes. the month. But here you can see it physically and mm -hmm. financially as well. Yeah. And I think that to me, that just fills me with pride. But and it's fun. I mean, yeah. this it's a lot. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of interesting and fun residents. <laughs> Staff is fun. Um, you know, like I said, like the popsicles and Prosecco, we do the breakfast on the go. We have pool parties. I mean, we try to think out of the box and do fun yeah, things. Yeah. And it's just, it's just rewarding. I just, I mean, I feel so grateful that, you know, I feel like I'm, I have a second, uh, almost a second chance in a second career that I'm starting over yeah. and, and in a fun way, yeah. not, you know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I feel very blessed. So. Yeah. And the industry is lucky to have you. I was about to say, and you probably feel like you can actually breathe a little bit. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A little bit and slow down and actually smell the roses yeah. and see the rewards of your hard work. Yeah. And that's nice. That is yeah. nice. Yeah. Everyone needs to see that from time yeah. to time for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So you have been active on several boards and as a member of the apartment associations all over the nations. How has that served you in your career? I guess more just sharing the knowledge, people sharing with me and me sharing with other people. Um, I think a big, a key component of this industry is being up on top of what everybody else is doing and mm -hmm. what's going on and what's going on in the market. Um, what's going on. I mean, I've reached out to Kim for Baton Rouge, for <laughs> yes. Memphis, for, you know, all over the place. Tupelo. Tupelo, Mississippi. Kim's um, very connected. So she's yes. Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah. I have, I've had properties there recently. So it's really just about making those connections and really just making almost lifelong connections with these people. Yeah. And when I was in Atlanta, not just the apartment association, but also served on the Atlanta Job Corps board. And one time I was when we started a new year, I was seated next to Michael Bick, who was a football player. <laughs> oh, yeah. Atlanta Falcons. I have no idea what they said that day because I was like, to Michael Bick, oh my God. 
I mean, it, I went home and told my dad and, you know, he was all excited. And, you know, and, and then the next time I went, I was seated next to somebody else, not Michael Bick. But you know, that's like my claim to fame is I got to sit by and so do a whole board meeting. But, you know, you, you meet people from different walks of life and they have different strengths and they bring different things to the table that you can learn about. And, you know, whether it is a vendor or it's some sort of construction or some sort of new um, like new internet programs or just anything. I mean, everybody, I think no matter what you do, you need to share the knowledge. And Absolutely. without Absolutely. that, it's a dead end. And that's yeah. just, that's what my, I enjoy the boards, meeting so many different people doing so many different things. And you have to, you have to grow that and you have to be a participant in it and you have to be willing Absolutely. to share your knowledge so that other people will share with you. Yeah. I think that's what makes our industry strong when you're yeah. very involved in your apartment association. That's my little plug. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But I think even Kim can relate to that too being on the associate yes. side. You yeah. Know? It's very important. The association, like I always like to say, it's not about what can I get from it. It's what you put into yes. it. Yeah. You know, so you don't, you never go in thinking, okay, I joined the association as an associate or supplier. Mm -hmm. You never go in and be like, okay, I'm in. Now I want all the customers. No, you have to put your time yeah. into it and work. build the relationships. And, you know, that's when you get the customers. Yeah. So right, absolutely. right. Yeah. And you, I mean, we as on the, the apartment side of it, <laughs> you know, we prefer to do business with people that are members of the apartment yeah. association. Yeah. And, you know, I've done some renovations. I've done some here locally in Ridgeland. I've done some in Memphis there. I left one in Tupelo. And I mean, it was very easy for me to reach out to vendors here that I knew. And even, mm -hmm. you know, um, is it okay to use the name of a vendor or? Yeah, they have, we have a lot. There's like associate <laughs> supplier vendor. Okay. There's, just, there's okay. so many different yeah, names. Okay. Yeah, no. But you know, I've had a long-standing relationship with Southern Flooring. It's yeah. handy with Southern yeah. Flooring. And yeah. so when I did the renovation in several of them in Memphis yeah. and he, yeah. I, he was able to come up there and, you know, quote and do my carpet and my flooring, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that just really stemmed from me getting to know him through the apartment association. Oh, yeah. And it didn't happen overnight. I've known him a couple of years. And yeah, he did my properties, a carpet here, a vinyl here, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once I had started doing renovation work, that's who I called on. And yeah. I mean, I think I do the same for other vendors, but mm -hmm. I think to what Kim said, it may not be just instant, mm -hmm. but you know, you have to develop those relationships. And then when the work comes, that's who you'll call. Yeah. Them. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And we say it all the time at the association, but I think it's going to be good for our listeners to hear from someone other <laughs> than this staff, um, because I think it's true. I think you get out of it, what you put into it. And I mm -hmm. think, you know, building those relationships, it carries for years and years and you may not use them right away, but there's going to come yes. a time when you're yeah. going to need them for something. And you'll remember they came to every lunch and learn, you know, yes. a lot of times some of our events are not necessarily geared towards our associates. They are geared right. towards the property. Right. And Kim has sat through many of ones that I'm sure she was like, this is so boring while I'm not here, but having a, the members seeing associate members at these yep. events, it shows that they care to show up and spend time there when they know they're not getting anything out yep. of it. It just shows and it goes a long way. I think. Right. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Get involved. I mean, the value, already. Yeah, yeah. the value is ongoing. Absolutely. It's not, you know, instant always, but it's yeah. ongoing and you have to put into it yeah. to get out of it. Absolutely. Exactly. De definitely. This has been such a great session. I can't believe it's actually time to wrap up with our last three questions. I know. It's gone really it fast. fast. It did go fast. So at the end of every episode, we like to ask all of our guests three questions. So the first one, Renee, is have you ever been a renter or a tenant at any time in your life? Um, yes. Um, 
a long, long time ago. I bought my first house in 91. So before that, I was I, I lived on site. And then just recently, on July 1st, I've moved on site at Tapestry Northridge. And I absolutely love my apartment. Um, love the residents and my neighbors. Um, the only difficult thing is I have to walk my dog now. Yeah. And there's no backyard to open yeah. the door and let her out. And, you know, that's not the fun. That's not fun. That's not fun. No, um, no. So... <laughs> But, but, you know, if that's the worst thing about it, yeah. you know, then that's that's it. But I absolutely yeah. love my yeah. apartment. And I really, I think I'm going to love living here. Yeah. yeah. Well, your commute time was cut. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I can sleep like 30 more minutes. Oh, that's oh. Right. That's, that makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we touched on this a little bit. But if you could name one thing you love about the industry the most, what would that be? The people that I've met. I mean, the lifelong. I mean, I've known people that I've met. 30 years ago that I still, you know, talk to or text or message with, or, you know, the, I, their children are grown now, or my, I, I knew them before I had my children. And it's just relationships like that. And I don't know. Yeah. I know everybody has those, but I feel like in our industry, I have a lot of those. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's the same answer we hear over and over is the people, but it's <laughs> yeah. true. It yeah, really is. True. You know, it's, it really is. So um, last question, what has been your most memorable experience from your time in the industry? Um, I could, I have two. I hope that's okay. Yes, I could narrow it down. <laughs> but one of them is um, is somebody that was on my team in Atlanta for the um, 18 years I was with Equity. Mm -hmm. When I arrived there, she was um, maybe 20 years old, and she worked on one of my big properties on the housekeeping staff. And she was just lovely and a bubbly personality. And I don't know, I just, the first time I met her, we clicked. Oh, yeah. And as a year or two went by and I tried to talk to her, you know, you should be, a, why don't you come work in the office as a leasing? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I finally got her in the office as a leasing wow. consultant. And to make a long story short, within a year or two, she was an assistant manager. And oh, wow. within another year or two, she was a property manager of like a 200 unit property. And by the time I left Equity, she, we had promoted her to an area manager. She had three properties. And yeah, I don't know, amazing. I just, yeah. I, I still am keeping touch with her. But I mean, I don't know. It just gives me chills to tell you that yeah. because she, and she's told me I had never had any, never knew about this, never thought anything about it. You know, I just, I don't know. But you it saw was, something I just yes. saw the minute, it was like some connection. Yeah. And the second one um, is something closer to home. And it's my son, Connor, who um, has recently joined me in the Jackson market. He worked for Arlington back in 2019 in yeah. Birmingham and yeah. Mobile. And actually, he is um, the connection that got me on with Arlington now, put me in touch with the people that hired me here. And he has um, been active in the Mississippi Apartment Association. Yes, yes. And I don't know, as a mom, it's just, it just, makes my heart glow and it just to hear people compliment him or to know that he has a good work ethic and he's mm. very creative and I don't know it just makes me very proud all three of my children I feel like know this business by osmosis from here <laughs> to the so car funny. yeah and I've worked at home for like 30 years so they yeah, know the right. things and yeah. they Connor and his older brother did help some at my properties in the summer answer phones or show apartments but I mean Connor's jumped in full blast and he's doing an amazing yeah. job and I don't know I'm a proud mama oh, oh and, and he's kind of following in your footsteps Maybe that's great. I think yeah. so. <laughs> Hopefully he'll way surpass me. But okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you've got a great team here and we've absolutely enjoyed it to know you a little bit more and hear more about like the regional side and the on-site yep. side. And um, of course you and Kim and y'all's relationship, that's so great. So 
Um, thank you all for listening, and we will um, hear from you all soon. Thank you. Thanks.